This is Barbara Benjamin Creel, reading from the New York Times business section. Global heads of finance face full plate of problems as group of 20 gathers, by Keith Bradshaw. The global economy looks shaky. Markets for things as diverse as oil and European bank shares have plumbed new lows. The tried-and-true cures no longer seem to work. The task for global leaders this week, come up with Plan B. Finance ministers and central bank governors from the world's biggest industrialized and developing economies now arriving in Shanghai face their toughest task since the worst days of the global financial crisis. Europe is mired in low growth and Japan is teetering on the brink of recession even though the Bank of Japan and a lengthening list of European central banks are pushing interest rates ever deeper into negative territory. China, the world's leading engine of economic growth in recent years, is struggling with heavy debts, a slowdown in manufacturing, stagnant exports, and a flood of money leaving its borders. Countries that depend on selling oil and other resources are struggling under persistently low prices. The United States is facing a drag on growth as the strong dollar makes it cheaper for many consumers and companies to import goods instead of buying them from American businesses. That leaves a difficult situation for the economic policymakers of the group of 20 nations who will be hard-pressed to come up with solutions during their meetings in Shanghai. What to do about the increasing risks to the recovery is perhaps the single most important question before the finance chiefs in Shanghai, the International Monetary Fund said this week. It added... The G20 must plan now and proactively identify policies that could be rolled out quickly if downside risks materialize. During and right after the global financial crisis in 2008 and 2009, the Group of 20 produced broad agreements on many financial regulations, most notably a tightening of international capital standards. But in the years since... The disparate collection of economies from Argentina to the European Union has been known mostly for agreeing on generalities and making few changes, culminating in an unproductive series of meetings in Turkey last year. The Turkish presidency of the G20 led to no progress on any front, said Ken Kurtis, a prominent international economist and fund manager. China, which holds the Group of 20 presidency this year, is one major concern. In August, China devalued its currency, the renminbi, by 4% with no warning, setting off sharp sell-offs in global markets. China now faces pressure to weaken the currency further as money leaves the country because of slow growth, a prospect that could further hurt the global economic outlook. What we're concerned about is China. Could there be a break on China's currency that could tip the global economy into recession? Said Charles Collins, a former assistant treasury secretary for international finance in the Obama administration, who is now the chief economist of the Institute of International Finance. Chinese officials appear to have gotten the message that silence is not always golden. At a financial conference here Thursday, Officials described how they would use government deficit spending to spur growth.
a senior Chinese central banker, Yi Gant, pledged to preserve the value of the renminbi by firmly tying its value to a group of other currencies. Zhou Xiaochuan, the governor of the central bank, held a rare news conference Friday morning, frankly acknowledging that borrowing in China's corporate sector and by local governments was high. But Zhou also said China's overall economy was still strong, and a recent decline in the country's foreign exchange reserves, still the world's largest by far at $3.2 trillion, was not a cause for worry. The Shanghai stock market was up 0.4% late Friday morning, steadying after a plunge of 6.4% on Thursday. China's devaluations put pressure on rival exporters to do the same or risk losing their competitiveness. Many emerging